So this year, 2023, has been kind of a weird one, right? I don't think I'm alone. In fact, I know I'm not because I've had this conversation with countless people (laughs) in the photography industry and outside the photography industry uh, who all feel some version or many of us feel some version of this year has been weird. It's been different. Uh, In my photography business, inquiries have been slower. Most of the people, most of the photographers I'm talking to have had lower booking rates. So people will reach out but not actually book. And this is, you know, it seems like it's affecting almost everybody from super experienced people who have been in business for a long time to people who are brand new, who, of course, when you are brand new, that sense of like, where are all the people (laughs) is potentially more problematic because if you don't have anything to compare that to, you may just sort of assume that this is the way it goes. And then very quickly, your brain goes to the whole like, this will never work and I need to just shut down my business. I've been in business now for 13 years. This is not the first year where I have seen this kind of trend. And <laughs> if history is any indicator, this is just that. It's a it's a trend. It's a period of time. It is not where things are going. It is just one stop along the way. And so, you know, I try and remind myself of that when things are really good, when it's like boom time. And then I do remind myself of that when things are slower, because the truth is that everything in life is cyclical. And if you are trying to run a business, especially a small business where, you know, every client counts and and your income is dependent upon or can be affected by just kind of the whims of the universe, um, you have to know that like when you're up, it doesn't mean you're always going to be up. It's not just like an upward trajectory. And when you're down, things will turn around. So anyway, in my experience, this coming season of the fall and the pre-holiday season, almost every year has turned things around. So in some cases, in particular in 2012, I had had a very slow year and then the holiday season rolled around, the fall season rolled around, and I actually made up the entire difference, which was a huge difference. Now, I wouldn't repeat that fall for anything in the world because I nearly burnt myself out working so hard. I was... (laughs) so excited to have more work and was so excited to take on all these clients who some somehow like materialized out of nowhere uh, that I overdid it. Um, but again, lessons learned. What I am trying to anticipate and hoping comes true for not just myself, but every single one of you is that we are, you know, coming through the worst of it and we are moving back into a period where people are ready to start booking again and everything else. So, That was a long-winded way of saying, hello, I see you. If you are in a place and time where you're feeling like, you know, tapping your fingers on the table and hoping that things are going to turn around, um, I want to give you something to do today that can help position you for that, you know, boom time, if and when it comes. And it will. It will come. Uh, I want you to have faith. So after the music, I'm going to walk you through a an audit that I want you to do of your website. And basically what you're looking for are places on your homepage where you are creating six different feelings for your ideal customers. So you are reaching out to those bluebirds and you are giving them the feels, six very specific ones, when they are scrolling through that are going to help them choose to book you. 
Welcome to This Can't Be That Hard. My name is Anami Tonkin, and I help photographers run profitable, sustainable businesses that they love. Each week on the podcast, I cover simple, actionable strategies and systems that photographers at every level of experience can use to earn more money in a more sustainable way. Running a photography business doesn't have to be that hard. You can do it, and I can show you how. Okay, so when someone lands on your website, obviously there are certain things that we want to communicate right away in terms of like what you do, where you're located, you know, you want people to within, I think they say it's like five seconds or eight seconds that you have someone's initial attention where their brain is going to make a yes or no decision and they're either going to stay and explore more or they're going to bounce. So you do certainly want to just give them that information that their brand needs in order to say, I want to find out more. Um, and that's a whole different episode unto itself. A great image, but some, you know, text that also gives them that information, like who you are, where you are, who you serve. Um, all of those things need to be there. So that goes kind of without saying. What I want to talk about is as they scroll your homepage, you know, and most of us these days have the like long scrolling homepage and you can click away from that into, you know, to get more information or to go look at a portfolio or a gallery or whatever. There's, you know, maybe an an attached pricing page. But as you scroll down that initial page, there are six things that I want you to audit your homepage for to make sure that you are kind of giving that uh, giving that sense, giving that feeling to your ideal clients. So obviously there are going to be people who land on your website who are not your ideal clients, right? And we don't, maybe it's okay if they reach out. It is okay if they reach out. You can either say no, or you can say this works well enough and I'm happy to work with them. And the, you know, when we create an ideal client avatar, it's just that it's an avatar. Like there are no perfectly 100% ideal clients out there, right? So I don't mean one person is going to feel all these feelings, but the people who feel these feelings are probably your ideal clients. So the first feeling that I want them to get is kind of tied to that initial decision that they make to stay on the page. And that is this, yes, this is what I want, kind of initial positive reaction to your work. And I'm going to call that vision. So you are painting a vision for what you provide, what you can do for them. You know, if this is a couple that's getting ready to get married and they land on your page, maybe you edit with really like bright, vibrant colors. And the first image that you show is like this couple and they're cracking up and whatever. That's going to, you know, that's going to elicit a different, yes, this is what I want reaction for somebody who where that is what they want versus somebody who's like much more interested in muted tones and like stunning landscape images that have like a tiny little, per, you know, couple in the corner or whatever, like two different clients. When you choose what that initial image is or what those initial images are and the words that you put at the top of the page, all that sort of stuff, you're going to connect with different people. So you want to think about that ideal client, the person that you most like to create art for and ask yourself what it is that they want to see first. And I'm guessing that this is an easy one. That's kind of a gimme because most of us think about that when we design our websites and certainly when we choose the very first thing that goes at the top of our homepage. So that's the vision, right? And then the second thing that I want to establish with someone is connection. And what I want the feeling to be is like they look 
at whatever it is that you've written or um, or put there, and they say, "Hey, that's me. That's that's my problem. That's my desire. That's what I want." And in that way, they feel connected to your page. So. They see themselves in what you're showing. And again, this can be a combination of images and words. I think that this is where taglines come into play and having some sort of really great mission statement or something like that can help connect. It's best if it's just a line or two. So if you're saying, I talk a lot on my own photography website about I help busy families. And so I think that you know, in addition to showing photos that someone hopefully says, yes, this is what I want. They say, hey, that's me. We are in a, you know, two income family. We're both busy. We have three kids. We're chasing around, da, da, da. I need this to be easy. And I address that really loudly and clearly on my website. So that's establishing that connection. Then I like to make sure that in addition to just sort of identifying that like I can solve whatever problem they have, like what's the biggest barrier? I solved that for you. I also want to make sure that there is a bit of an emotional connection. And I do that using this validation, right? So somewhere on most of our sites, there is some amount of, I don't know, copy. I think it really is kind of a copy driven feeling, although certainly imagery can help underline the copy. But what you want is for someone to feel like you've taken the words right out of their, I mean, right out of their mouths, but like maybe even right out of their heart. Like, oh, that's why I want to hire a photographer. This is where, you know, this is exactly like this person gets me. That's it's not only that they can solve my problem, but they get me and they get why I'm here. And clearly, if they get why I'm here, then they can also, you know, meet me to solve that, um, to get to that kind of solution or result. So we've got vision where they say, yes, this is what I want. Connection where they say, hey, that's that's my problem, too. And then uh, they you know, that is exactly why I'm here. And this person understands me. They get me. Once we've kind of set those first three in place, you've got somebody hooked. They're interested. They're interested. The next hurdle you have to overcome is the inevitable kind of friction and inertia of someone who hasn't yet booked a session or like found a photographer or done the actual work. It's one thing to kind of fantasize about hiring a photographer. It's another thing to hire them, pay over, you know, however much money, get ready for a session. If like, you know, my clients are family clients. So it's like picking out clothes and finding a location. And what if the weather's bad and da, 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 That's what you need to address next. You want to make it feel doable. So I call this empowerment. We've got vision, connection, and validation. And now we're moving into empowering your visitor with the sense of like, yep, we can do this. This is actually doable. So if you have ever, uh, I've talked on here plenty about story brand, um, and Donald Miller talks about like leading someone down the path. We also talked about this in Consistency, Consistency Club recently, where it's like, you want to give them a step-by-step very basic outline of how it's going to work in such a way that they feel like, oh, okay, all I need to do is book a call. All I need to do to take this next step is, you know, fill out this form. And then after I book a call, what's going to happen next and what's going to happen next? And you want to give them three or four max 
steps between where they are right now and where they want to be. So, you know, again, I love the fact that as photographers, we have almost an, you know, a bottomless well of great material, both visual and written that we can create to kind of paint that picture literally for somebody. Um, so you want to show them, you know, if the, if the goal is that they have an album at the end of it, then like show a picture of your, you know, a family that you worked with paging through their album or a couple hanging a print on their wall or something like that. So they're seeing that destination as well. And, and there are, you know, there are images for other stages of the process. The fifth feeling that I want to elicit for your uh, visitors and ideally with your Bluebird clients is trust. So uh, this can be a hard one, right? And truthfully, the trust thread is woven throughout everything. So if they found you on social media or if they found you on, for instance, like an ad, that trust level, unless they found you because you worked with their best friend and they've called their best friend and their best friend is like, yes, this person is amazing, When someone finds you kind of haphazardly, they just searched for a local photographer on Google or they saw an ad come up or whatever, you're starting at like zero trust or maybe sometimes even negative trust because, you know, we see an ad and we're like, oh, they have to pay for ads. So you kind of have to dig yourself out of that hole. Every place that someone finds you, you are either contributing to a sense of trustworthiness or you are taking away from that sense of trustworthiness. And it's weird stuff, right? It's not just like, do you trust me to be a good person? It's like, do you trust me as a business owner? Do you think I'm actually going to show up? Do you think I'm going to take your money and run? Do you think I'm going to go out of business before I deliver your images? So things like a really professional website and testimonials and obviously photos to go with it. But I think we've all heard nightmare stories about fake photography sites that are populated with other people's photos. And we need to show up as much as possible. It's one of the reasons that video is so powerful because it's a lot harder to fake a face to camera (laughs) kind of a video where you're introducing yourself and you're just coming across as like a normal person. I love getting on the phone because even more, I am able to have a conversation with someone where they see that I am a real person. I know what I'm talking about. I don't have to like shuffle through papers to, you know, find an answer to a question. I know the answers because I've been doing this for a long time. So that all of those things can build trust. But before they are going to give you a phone call, before they're going to give you the opportunity to, you know, do any of that sort of thing, they have to earn, you have to earn their trust on your website. So you want to make sure that throughout that homepage, you have things like testimonials and little blurbs that tell your story a little bit in such a way that that trust starts to build. And then once you have got all five of those, you've set the vision, you have established that connection where they see their problem reflected in your work, not as a problem, but as a solution, of course. They feel validated about why they're there. They feel empowered and like able to take the steps that you've laid out and they trust that you're the person to guide them. Then the final feeling you want to inspire is I'm ready. Let's do this. So that is the action phase. And obviously all these other ones mean nothing if someone doesn't actually reach out to you, if someone doesn't actually book with you. So it really, this one, even though it's last 
it is the anchor that you know ties everything else together. So I'm I feel like I'm beating this to death a little bit, but I I do want you to sit down sometime this week when you've got you know a few minutes to rub together. This doesn't have to be a huge thing, and just try and put yourself in the position of someone who has never visited your website. Maybe they're brand new to photography in general. And imagine landing on your website. Who is it that your website immediately hooks in and says, like, this is what I want? How are you instantly creating that vision? And then almost immediately afterward, how are you creating that connection? So how are you identifying for someone like, I? they see my problem. Let's say we're talking about couples and you specialize in same-sex weddings. That's a population that, in fact, you know, really has to be careful about who they reach out to. And so when they show up on your website and the first photo or one of the first photos that they see or some amount of text on there says, yep, I see that this is an issue for you. No worries. I am ready for that issue. That is, you know, that's my jam. That's my thing. That connection, you want to put that front and center. And you have to choose who you're trying to establish that connection with. So, you know, you can't connect with everybody, even if that's what you feel. You have to really think about your ideal client. So vision, connection, validation, say, you know, say the words that they are feeling. Identify for them, like, I know why you're reaching out. I'm a busy mom, too. I'm a, you know... My feelings about my newborns were X, Y, and Z, and you're feeling those and like we're connected in that way. I'm validating you. Now that you're here, now that you love what you see, let me show you how easy it's going to be to work with me. I am empowering you to take that next step because I'm going to make this a great experience. And here are the many reasons why you should, you can and should trust me. I, you know, here's some of the magazines that I've been published in or some of the awards that I've won or testimonials from people, video from me so that you get to see my face and hear my voice. Those are all things that build trust. And then here's how we take the next step. When that person is ready, here is the button to to move forward. Go do that audit. Let me know if you find anything that you're like, oh, I was totally missing this. I would love to hear about it. And in the meantime, I will be, I've got some really great material coming to you in the coming weeks as we get into the busy season. Uh, So I will see you back here next week. Well, that's it for this week's episode of This Can't Be That Hard. I'll be back same time, same place next week. In the meantime, you can find more information about this episode, along with all the relevant links, notes, and downloads at thiscan'tbethathard.com slash learn. If you like the podcast, be sure to hit the subscribe button. Even better, share the love by leaving a review in iTunes. And as always, thanks so much for joining me. I hope you have a fantastic week.